I think it's on. Is it on? Yeah, it's on. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Non-League Podcast. It's episode 75. Um, we're back for a new season, season three. It's Chris and Smith um, from another hotel room. And here in Bracknell, Berkshire, it's me, Jen Fartby. Uh, here we go. Let's make a fool of ourselves. It's prediction night. And just up the M4, it's me, Rob Overfield in West London. It's been a long summer. It's been a busy summer. It's been an expensive summer. But we've got Non-League back on the calendar. Expensive summer. Have Hampton been doing some big money signings? <laughs> no, it's been no, it's been a case of your correspondent house. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems uh, an absolute age uh, when we uh, last all had a little conversation uh, about non-league. And what was it? Uh, it was only what six, seven weeks ago. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, it'd be bad, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, it will but, be. Uh, Soon comes around again, happily. <laughs> it's it's happily in some respects, but uh, because the season I have enjoyed I have enjoyed the break. You know, they just not having anything to, to worry about. It's been quite nice. <laughs> and not talking to us too. <laughs> no, he's been keeping himself busy in other ways, Kristen. So don't worry about it. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a. It's been a uh, strange summer for me because we went down to the trophy, as we, we know, met you down there, Rob, and then we've 11th of, all, 11th of uh, uh, July, the pre-season started for Trinity uh, with one of the most god-awful kits you're ever likely to see. Uh, but it's all in a good course because it's the Oddballs charity. If you remember back to the Guernsey uh, episode <laughs> we did, and... Um, Libby's just trying to convince all of our players that they need, as she's the official, official photographer, she's trying to convince them that, well, actually, you've got to be posing like these Guernsey lads did. Mm, um, yes. But she's uh, still still trying to get that. That led to one and, of our uh, larger meltdowns, I think, that did, didn't it? That uh, and finally. <laughs> yes, it, it, wasn't a, it was a fun episode, that one. So uh, any big news coming out of Hampton at the minute? Um, not especially in the way of player signings. It's all been little under the radar slightly. But in terms of pre-season friendlies, last season we talked a fair bit about Salford City. And would you believe it? That's what Hampton concluded the pre-season friendly programme against. The connection between coach Martin Tyler and Salford co-owner Gary Neville has brought about a Saturday afternoon friendly on the 1st of August. And um, hopefully we'll get a nice crowd there, and it'll be it'll be fun. Well, it's, it's it's nice to to know that uh, you can get the the sort of deal there. It's uh, it's just it's just a shame. It's the uh, the Martin Tyler in his football commentary, uh, Man United loving uh, that's actually <laughs> doing it. So it's a, it's a, it's a thing. That's a, that's definitely an interesting one. It's going to be a nice little uh, trek down for the Salford lads as well, all the way from uh, sunny Manchester. <laughs> Well, I think the opportunity that that's been presented to them to go down the West End was a bit of a, a bit of a. I think it um, concluded the deal. Mm, uh, yeah. it's, it, it, it's great. It's great to me, uh, as far as I'm concerned, because when else are Hampton and uh, Salford likely to play? It's in very. It's going to be a get your calculators out and get the slide rules out to work out what round they could potentially meet in this or that and the other. It's, mm. yeah, so it's a nice that the it's the uh, old adage of uh, who you know, not what you know, that's uh, going to bear fruit for both teams. Indeed, indeed. 
Well, Trinity have had a bit of a strange start to the season. They played against uh, Scunthorpe at an early kick-off because all the Scunny lads were off on a stag do. Um, and then we played against Grimsby and that's it. I'm probably not going to see another game now until the season starts. So we've been here, there and everywhere at the moment. And I will admit I, will admit I don't bust the gut to get to the pre-season ones the same. Um, but then, thanks to the season starting on the 8th of August, uh, <laughs> I'm then away until September. So I'm not going to get to see any, another game until that point. So it's uh, quite a football lacking time for me. So my predictions are going to be even worse than usual. Um, <laughs> with As I've just been saying to you guys, I've spent last six weeks in Bristol and... So I don't really have a lot of football and knowledge uh, coming my way at the second. Uh, but two longer hours on the project I've just been working on. So, James, it's your spreadsheet. So I'm going to let you have the dubious task of starting. And you can choose which division and which league do you want to start in. Um, well, I think we should start right there. Uh, to be a bit, a bit boring, we'll start right at the very top, shall we, and go for... The Vanarama National League. Um, it's going to be a, a, you know, I think we said towards the end of last season, it's it, it's promising to be a a really really strong strong season in non-league's top top division this season. Um, and in, you know, as it as it will be in looking through the tables, it probably will be in in most divisions quite tight at both ends. I think. Um, but there's there's one or two sides that. That are standing out now. Um, now that preseason's underway in the in the national league, um, there's the obvious uh, obvious favourites. You know the ones the ones that have come down and ones that missed out last season on going up. So my pick, um, and I'll be surprised if I'm the only one, but my, my pick for the title is uh, is Grimsby Town. I just I just think they're going to be far too strong for the division. Um, Assuming, of course, they can get the uh, the you know the heartbreak of last season out of the uh, out of the system early on and get some get some good results going, I think signing signing players like Omar Bogle, who was um, was it Solihull Moors, wasn't he last season? When he yes, was he was. Top top, I think he was top yeah. scorer in the national league. Uh, no, North, sorry. Yes, yeah, 20, 29, I think he got in the league. So he, he, if he can you know start finding the net early on, which you know, there's no reason to think he won't. Um, they've managed to hold on to, to gems like Nathan Arnold, who scored a couple of absolute crackers in the in the playoff semi-finals um, last season. I watched uh, pretty much all of both games, and he was superb and scored a couple of absolute world-class goals. So I think if those two can uh, can form a partnership, they've also got Padre Gamand and uh, John Paul Pittman, who are decent players at this level, and. They seem to have kept quite a good, uh, quite a good nucleus as well. So, for me, if they can get some good early results on the board, um, you know, and get that confidence, I think I remember saying last at the end of last season that I didn't see anyone running away with it, but kind of changed my mind on that. And I think Grimsby might just uh, possibly win it by quite a few points in the end. But below them, I think it's uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see who makes up uh, playoffs. No, I'm not sure what your thoughts are on it, Rob. I'll, I'll save mine to last because. Uh... <laughs> well, I, I think I'm one of the few that's actually managed to do a little bit of research towards the predictions, at least in the in the national league. Um, and it seems to be at the minute that everybody's favourite seems to be Tranmere, um, given that the fact they got relegated last season. Yeah, 
hang on, uh, can't, well, someone's got to me, because I can't even remember if Tranmere got relegated at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, um, they did. Yes, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So, it's a case of, I mean, um, that, they seem to be the big favourites at the minute, and there's two or three others, but I've just gone a, a slightly, a slightly off on a wonder, and um, it's a team that got into the playoffs last season, but couldn't make anything of it, and uh, I've gone for Eastleigh. Um, just to pick, just to pick one right, you know, they've looks as if they've kept a lot of the squad that did so well for them last year, and um, I think they could be dark horses, you know, come February March next year. It's a good shout because I think am I right in thinking it was Eastley that Grimsby beat in the playoffs? Yes, it was. Yep. was wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. there were two two really good games if I remember rightly, and yeah, they were they were up there in my thinking as well, and mm. you know, as you said, Rob Tranmere. Seem to be getting mentioned a lot, but for me, I know a couple of Tramia fans at work, and you know they're saying it could quite easily be a double relegation and a then a straight bounce back. And it, mm. as we know, it's extremely hard to get back at the first attempt. So, but yeah, Eastleigh's a Eastleigh's a decent shout. They've got uh, they've got the backing. Well, I'm going to put some spanners in the words. I watched Grimsby on Saturday, and. I didn't think they looked particularly... I know it's pre-season and they were playing against lower league opposition and stuff. They didn't look particularly good, I didn't think. Um, To say it's pre-season and you'd expect them to do the flares, they only got, I think, probably five shots on target in the whole game. Yes, they scored three goals, but they only got really five shots on target, which is a bit of a, a strange one for me, and I would have expected them to come with a bit more of a, a gusto about them and they only they scored two of their goals for mistakes from um, but you're right it is it has come up that uh, Grimsby are up there in most people's opinions um, obviously I went for a complete random last, uh, last year and got Kitty who nearly went bust let alone won anything <laughs> um, I think I'm, I'm going for the Welsh boys I think to me Wrexham are going to be the outsiders because I don't see Tranmere I think it was telling when the uh, the tweets came out to the conference as they got relegated on last day of the season and said where where are you guys where do you play where where am I going where can I get information about what's happening and there's a lot of their fans who don't know where they're going so I've, I've not got the confidence with Tranmere that they are going to go straight back up and we've seen it and and with Cheltenham as well, uh, who most people would expect to oh, go straight back up. I'm really horribly thinking Cheltenham could come down and meet Gloucester and have a nice little Christmas Day, Boxing Day uh, little tete-a-tete there. Uh, that's the only thing as far as that's concerned. That So I'm, I'm going for Wrexham. I don't, I'm not exactly certain why. I just think it's the standout and the fan base and the way the club's structured, they're destined to go higher again and uh, so it's just interesting to see what they're going so just on the uh, font of all knowledge that is the uh, odds checker and we're looking at Tranmere, Grimsby and Eastley uh, as the top three so uh, it's interesting yeah. that uh, neither, none of us are fancying Tranmere, um, Wrexham are down there in sixth um, so I wonder if, I've not done a check as to last year how the odds matched up uh, as to the final results of, of course um, Wrexham were my pick last season when they, but 
I was I was tempted by them, but they uh, they sold Louis Moult, uh, one of their star strikers, to Motherwell in the summer. And they, looking at their squad at the moment, they, I don't think they've replaced replaced him. And yeah, it's a it's a brave shout at the moment. I would say <laughs> I'd like to see it just on the fan fan ownership from you know the you know it's always good to see a fan owned club do well. So and the, you know they're, they're a massive club for for this level, so they should they should be looking to go up definitely. So that's that's worse. That is that's that's brave. It's almost like saying that's courageous decision there. It's, <laughs> it's probably not quite as bad as a kiddie one. <laughs> At the start of the season, there were no problems at kiddie. It's just after they started playing. <laughs> I don't know whether you want to go down the leagues in order, or we want to jump across to one of the other ones rather I'll sticking you, in there. I'll the one I was going. I was going to pass it over to Rob and uh, see if the research has paid off and whether he wants to go down to do the Evo Stick South. Well, I'm going to jump. I'm just going to. I am going to jump if we're allowed to jump. And I was actually going to go surprisingly into the Evo Stick South. <laughs> this is, you know, I thought if we're going to jump, we're going to jump and do it properly. And um, it's going to be an interesting league is that this season. But I have gone. Um, strangely, it's, it's a bit of a. Again, it's based on size. It's based on the fact that they got to the playoffs last year, or were close to the playoffs, and looking as if that, you know, this could be their their year. And it's one that, you know, it, it, it's either fail, or be a huge successful Weymouth because, again, it's a close league is the South, and if they can basically follow up the good form of last season. They're going to be there or thereabouts come, come April. That is a big shout. Oh, but, uh, go, I'll, uh, I'll let Kristen go next. I'll, I'll go last on this one. I have got one. I'm not just waiting to see what you two say. Sorry, I have got <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm going back um, and thinking of pure selfishness. And also thinking back to the 90s, and I'm really looking at uh, Kettering Town myself. Um, they're a big club, obviously financial problems, got them dumped down, and they come back again, and they're slowly moving back up the ranks. And so I think they could nick it this season and follow their close uh, neighbours, Corby, by uh, winning the division uh, to come up back up to the uh, National League North. Well... I, so uh, sure that one it's thrown you off now, isn't it? <laughs> no, because I've done for the exact same. I um, I was looking at it and I saw them in there, and of course they won, they won the Division One Central last season. Um, as you say, they're on their way back, and I, I just fancy them to uh, to do the old double bounce there and uh, and get themselves back up to step two. Um, they're definitely definitely on the way back seem to have uh, seem to sort their problems out and uh, yeah I'm, uh, I'm with you on that one Kristen oh, that's, uh, that's a bad sign that means Rob's <laughs> going to win that one <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately nobody seems to want to allow us to put any bets on the uh, Southern League and I can't seem to find what the odds are no I tried this afternoon Kristen and apparently the looks as if there hasn't been enough of a market made yet. Yeah, which is, which is okay. I know that there have been some uh, um, lower ones that haven't been really put through. So I take it it's my turn to uh, yeah, come up with one. You choose an extra. And I, I think I'll go to the Ryman uh, Prem, 
with you guys and we'll go through my thinking on that. Right, last year I chose Peacehaven and they obviously got relegated. So who <laughs> should we want relegated this year? Should I choose Kingstonian for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking at that. It's it's like you say, I think the standard is getting to an equilibrium and there's not going to be a lot in it between the top probably seven or eight teams and like you say at the bottom there's going to have the the bottom seven or eight teams you're going to have your leagues within leagues as it are but I think myself I'm I'm really coming down that I if Enfield can put away their troubles from last year they could they could really do it but I think the one surprise for me was the only one I've watched uh, was when they played you guys, was Hendon. And I think they could do it. Looking at who else there is, they've, they seem to be the, the best of the next group, as it were, with the two big boys coming up and going off straight away. And I don't want to go for Dulwich because they seem to disappoint me every time I mention that they're going to win. So I think I'll, I'll go for Hendon, I believe, for, for your division. Yeah, seems like a seems like a good shout. They uh, obviously beaten in the playoffs last last season. Last season. Well, that's what I was looking at. Being in playoffs and Enfield have got that really tricky. You're we're going to deduct you three points ten days after the season finishes, so you're not going in. Let's send the coppers in instead. And um, I know uh, the Met Police were as surprised as everybody when that happened, but. It's uh, kind of one of those things. But, yeah, Hendon, I think, we could probably do uh, To be honest, I don't think they were special uh, when watching them against Hampton. But I think they were clinical enough that they, if they can grind out a result, one or two more, more results, they could easily get away with it. Shall I go next? Yeah. Yep. Yep, Mark. Well... I too am going to go for a team from uh, from that match that you were at, Kristen. But uh, I'm going to be a bit biased and go for Hampton and Richmond Borough. <laughs> and there is there is a bit of uh, there is a bit of science to us. <laughs> it's not just bl- blind optimism. Um, I just think you know, in manager Alan Dowson, they've got a you know they've got a really good, experienced manager at this level. Um, they've he's managed to. It looks like he's managed to keep. A good good nucleus of the squad for that ended last season in such fantastic form. Um, he's kept a lot of it together. He's added well to it, um, and I just think now that he's had a had a summer, um, you know, can really get his message across. Really make that dressing room his. And it, you, because now Margate and Maidstone went up last season, I think if one of them had stayed down, they would be the obvious one. But this is one one division where I think you could really pick. Any one of ten or twelve, really, you know, Kings, Kingstonians and Stones and and Farnborough and, and that, but yeah, I'd, why not? Someone's got to win it, and uh, it, there's no clear favourite for me, so I'm going to go for my team. Yeah, Hampton and Richmond Borough for me. What about you, Rob? Well, this is the. It's funny. This was the one league in which I was torn in, as you said, James, all eight to ten different ways. You know the. Yeah, there's the teams coming down, but given Farnborough's issues, ongoing issues with the CVA, um, word is from Staines that they're not looking like as if they've got a squad to make a push. 
it sort of like eliminates those two. When you're looking at the teams that have either come up or were there or thereabouts at the end of the year. Um, and one of the things I was never going to do was actually pick Hampton because, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the kiss of death on any of them. So <laughs> I'm not going to be against my own team. Um, but there was, there's just so many choices there from last, from last season with Margate and Mad Midston going up into the, uh, into the um, National South. And so in the end, I'm afraid I'm going to have to condemn um, another team uh, to relegation. But this time, I'm agreeing with Kristen. Um, <laughs> I fancy Hendon this year. Um, and it took me about 10, 15 minutes to actually nail it down to one team because there's just, you know, there's eight or ten teams that could be in there. You know, um, the two we've picked, at Kingstonian, there's, you know, there's all of the teams like Met Police and Enfield and those that were all in the top six or eight last season that could do it again. So, you know, it was, it was strange. The one division I know quite a bit about was the one that gave me the most trouble because there's just so much That's so often, much often the way, though, isn't it? Because you know it so yeah. well. You see you see every team. Yeah. and Overthinking. Yeah, there, that could be it. I mean, you know, look, Hendon, Hendon would deserve it, really. They were so unlucky last season. That amazing run of form. You know, when they were, I think they were playing four games a week and winning all of them at one point. They were our team of the week once or twice, aren't they? And yeah. It would. It would be. Um, you know, is it Gary McCann? Isn't it their manager? He's done yeah. a. He's done a fantastic job there on on a very small budget. And yeah, if if he can produce again this season, then I don't see why they they couldn't do it. And they certainly deserve it after last season. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a very a very tight one. So. Um, let's see. It's your turn to choose again, uh, James. We're running out of divisions now. Right. Let's. Uh, well, let's uh, sneak. We've done a couple at step three, so let's sneak back up to step two, and we'll do. Ah, uh, should we do? Well, actually, should we go from our league to Christens and do do the national north? Yeah, that sounds uh, bad for me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I. I'll, yep, I've gone for this one. Um, bit of a cliche one really I've, I've gone for for a club that's kind of bounced between step two and step three um quite a lot um sorry i think i've got this actually rob do you want to go first because i think i've messed this one up I can't a little bit it's a good job i had all mine all written down and listed and, i did have but something went wrong on that one yeah well <laughs> again just going just going you know looking at the um National North. Again, there's a few teams you could actually go for. I mean, a lot of the talk at the minute is is Christian's favourite, AFC Fylde. Um, I'm never quite one to go for favourites because you know, that's what everybody expects and you know, sometimes the favourites do work out and a lot of times they don't. So again, I've looked down and you know, gone to a team that's just on the fringe, just yeah, it's a bit of an outsider and I've gone for Stockport. Stockport County. Just on the basis of the fact that, yes, they started to put things together to, during last season. And, um, again, if they continue that kind of form, then there's no reason why they shouldn't be there or thereabouts. Yeah, I, I was, uh, there were a team that I was looking at. Sorry, I kind of threw myself off when I said they were bouncing between steps two and three. I meant to say bounce between steps one and two. Um, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've gone for um, AFC Telford. I just think they'll... Uh, well, we, they'll could, we could wait for them to go down to step three. Well, it could happen. You never know. Um, 
yeah, I just, I, it's one of those where there's, again, a couple of clubs, Stockport did uh, did cross my radar and I did uh, dally over filed a little bit as well. But yeah, I just think, uh, I think Telford and uh, Steve Kittrick might just, uh, might just do it again. Well, as, as you know, it's like you just said about uh, the Ryman Prem. It's one, the one that you know well, you ponder over a lot more. And yeah, Fylde are um, at the moment favourites. And I think um, our resident statistician on our Trinity Forum said that in eight of the last 15 seasons, the favourites won. So that's not really that's a particularly great standard. Um, and yeah, Telford have, have come down. Alfreton uh, have come down as well. But I'm more thinking Corby, you've come back in, but I don't really see doing anything. FC United, I, I don't see them actually doing anything this season. I think it's going to be a consolidation Consolidate. season. Yeah, yeah. And um, keep keep that and then time forward. Well, that's the thing. And I think Stockport are probably happy for having somebody who brings some fans to the ground. Because uh, obviously Stockport's uh, average attendance is whoosh, twice the next one. And I think you've then got people like Boston and uh, Chorley after them. But I'm going to go for a bit of a, a little bit off the cuff one. Uh, I've heard absolutely amazing rumours about the, the amount of money being splashed around at Solihull and that they're going to give it a kick and um, they're going to try on. Um, but I think I'm going to go for their near neighbours, Tamworth. Because we saw what last year uh, Andy Morrell took over in September and they went on that 21-game unbeaten run and then just missed out on the playoffs to him to run out of steam. And so that's taken over as somebody else's squad, whereas this year he's got the summer to build his own little looking uh, look, see what goes on. And we, we've seen him at Wrexham have um, a good a good time. And so I think Tamworth are going to do it for me. Um, out of all the ones who are there, I think it's going to be tough and it's going to be close, but I think Tamworth could sneak it um, by about, what, four points, I reckon? We'll put um, points in just to be even better. Tamworth by four. Uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good shout, as you say. It was, uh, it was a fantastic run they went on. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's again, it's going to be uh, another cracking division to keep an eye on. Because you got the, the other ones, obviously, we're not mentioning people like uh, Bradford Park Avenue, who are owned by yeah. multi-millionaire as well now, uh, who's supposedly got big plans for him. First of all, they can get a stadium, they can play games, and will be helpful, <laughs> and they wouldn't have to have so many postponed. But then Harrogate seems to be uh, seems to have had a clear out and moved on to uh, some new ones. Lowestoft by hooker by crook want to not be in our division, uh, as far as they're concerned. So promotion, relegation, or please move us sideways. I think is what they they want to do. But um, I think it's interesting that you, you, you've gone for Telford, and but like people like Nuneaton and Alfreton, that they didn't even cross my mind that they're going to bounce back. I don't know whether it's, it's telling us the way uh, the opinion I've got of the clubs. No, I mean, I, w- I was torn between two or three. I mean, yeah, I, w- I was the same with, as you there, Kristen, with I just don't see Chorley, Corby, even FC United just having that extra bit of something to to take the title um, I even even had a, a, a second thought for North Ferry because um, nah. they're, not, they're now not for sale apparently um, but, they're not, not for sale but still got no money so yeah I mean it, it was only a, you know, a second thought on them but it, it's one of those where it isn't really one that, that jumps out at you um, 
interestingly, I think we've mentioned every club in the division there except Gainsborough, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things that I don't expect Trinity to be winning the division. Um, a top half finish, I think, is what the fans and the chairman expect this season. Well, you're 11th uh, at the moment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we've only got that one. We need one point and we can be in the top half. Actually, we'll be in the top. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's the thing. I think the top, I think from when the chairman took over, um, he just basically said top half was his first thing, was his first goal uh, to get to, and then playoffs, next goal, and then promotion the year after. So it was a three to five year plan he had. So it was a nice, it's a nice thing. But I think watching this in pre-season, yeah, it's only pre-season. Can't really see. I think there's just something not quite. We seem to have got a great strike force. They're going to score goals for fun. But this still doesn't seem to be something quite clicked. Now, whether or not two or three games into the season, proper matches under your belt, they're going to get that way. Uh, I don't know, because I'm not going to be able to see them. Because I think I worked out that I'll see them on the opening day. And then the next game I can probably get to is Stockport on the 3rd of October. Uh, so I'm I'm lacking at the moment of uh, games uh, that I can go and see. So I'm hoping they prove me wrong, but uh, I don't expect them to prove me wrong. So um, let's jump down to a complete random one. Which is the total right division? Which is what, sorry? The total right division. Which leaks that one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James. Oh, that's you to- yeah, that's yeah, you put total right down at the end, and so I thought, <laughs> do that. Sorry, that's really it was a very bad joke, really. But I'm going to go to Northern I Premier. I wasn't looking at the spreadsheet. When you said that. I, was looking at the, <laughs> I was looking at Twitter. So, so yeah, that's how much attention you pay when everybody else is talking. Da da da, radio on. <laughs> is it my turn now? Um, yeah, I'm going to have a look at the Northern Premier League of the uh, Evo Stick North. And once again, it's almost impossible to choose. Because you've had FC United last couple of seasons who you could say, yeah, they're going to be favourites. Um, but once again, you look, at the, you look at the names and the teams that are there, there's half the division you could say could sneak their way up. Likewise, the other half of the division quietly sneak the way down. Um, but for me, I'm going to go for a double bounce this time. Oh. And I'm going to go for Darlington, not Salford. I'm going to go for Darlington 1883 to win that. For purely personal reasons that we've got some friends who live very close to there, so it's an excuse to go and see them. For good reason, as any. <laughs> but also, I think they are a big club. They look at the numbers. They are um, almost as big as FC United with their crowds and the ones they take away and everything. So I'm expecting them probably to be the ones that do it. Yeah, that's a good shout. But it, it is nice to see that team in 10th there, Hyde United, back as they should be. Well, that probably leads nicely into my prediction then because I've uh, I've gone for Hyde United um, again I was, I was I was looking at Darlington and Salford because I do like a team doing a double bounce but 
I just think in Gary Lowe, they've got a they've got a good you know a good uh, good manager and another yo-yo club a bit like Telford, um, but they know how to win this division and you know and Gary Lowe's a winner and I just I just think they'll be they'll be too strong for it and especially uh, as you say with having their their name back and the fact they got the lad Bible after them. Yes, yes, of course, yeah. Um, and Rob doesn't care as long as it, it remains Hull City. <laughs> well, the, the time I talk about Hull City in the, in the Northern Premier League, I'll know that things have really gone bad. But um, no, it's, it's funny you should. It's an actually Chris, Kristen mentioned my choice in the fact that I'm going for the other team that could do the double bounce, and that's Salford City. Um, part of it's because of the fact of. You know, they're going to be a stronger club than what they were last season, given, you know, given the strength of, you know, the the co-owners, given the reputation. There'll be a little extra, there'll be some extra money there. There's, there's bound to be, and because the momentum of last season will carry them on for a, for a while, and if that momentum can build in the first three or four months of the season, then they're going to give a lot of teams a lot of trouble, and. And so, as a consequence, um, I think Salford are going to be dark horses for the Northern Premier League. You, you could be right. Uh, they, they were somebody. They did interest me, um, but uh, and I ended up not going with them, uh, just for thinking that uh, it would be nice uh, if they went up and did double bounce. But I just think Darlington have a bit more need to do it. Whereas obviously the guys at Salford have hopefully are going to be given a bit of time to build from a, a low base to get it very high. Because once again, Salford, another place, yeah, I don't mind uh, going over there next season to uh, go and watch some games because I don't mind it turning into the Manchester League in the uh, Vanarama North because i got relatives over there, so it's always a nice time. It should be a fascinating battle in that division now because... You know, those two are the big, the big dogs in that league. Um, so it's you two are probably going to get, get the points above me on that one, I think. But uh, yeah, I have faith in Mr. Lowe and his uh, and his High United boys. I may, I may, I may just say Colwyn Bay is a lovely little village, yeah. but I don't want to go and watch a football team there. <laughs> it's a long way from my house. It's even further if you're going from Lowestoft. Wow. And so I will say I wasn't particularly disappointed uh, when they unfortunately got relegated at the end of last season. So, Rob, are we going to go lower or higher? Uh, we're going to go. T- we're going to play higher this time. We'll have a look in the national south. And this is uh, everybody's looking at Ebbsfleet for this one. And again, I don't buy that. It's just and one of the clubs that. It's sort of flying under the radar a little. I don't have fondness for those. Um, we'll be a team off the south coast. We'll be off the south coast, who are in very often overshadowed by their illustrious neighbours. But I'm going to go for Whitehawk. Okay, I'll freely admit the ground needs a lot of work. It's to, a lot of it's still Sussex County standard, but they've got backers. They've, the team has got funding. They did very well last season. Um, again, they were in the again they were in the 
top eight of ten. I think they were on the fringes of the playoffs. And again, you know, if the manager gets his choices right, gets going in the start of the season, again, they will scare a lot of people. And you could actually see them again in the if not leading the table at the you know around the turn of the year, definitely in the top five or top six, because they've been building on that year on year. I mean, they went straight through the Ryman Leagues in about three seasons, I think. <laughs> you know, it's a case of they've been adding, you know, more depth into the squad year on year. Admittedly, they haven't kept up the investment with the stadium. Um, but, you know, that's something that takes time. So that'll be my choice um, in the um, National League South. And it could be going by the South Coast. I think it's one of those situations, though. Do, do you invest in the ground and have a team playing in the uh, Sussex County League, or do you invest in the team and then have to scrabble around and put temporary seating up to play in the Panorama National? It's, mm. it's one of those catch-22 situations, isn't it? You need mm. the people through the doors before you can afford to spend, and people won't come through the doors until you've got somebody on the pitch. Mm. And that's been very much the case with White Talk. They've not yet... Um, the club's success has not really caught up with the attendances. You know, they're still the senses are still quite small. The ground's still only two and a bit thousand capacity, I believe. And um, so, you know, the support hasn't yet caught up with White Talk. I mean, they're on the outskirts of Brighton. That's yeah. what my next question was going to be. Whereabouts <laughs> actually yeah. are they? Well, that, that's, yeah, the thing, that's the thing, isn't it? Because it, you know, because of the name. I mean. A couple of years ago, they were going to change the name to Brighton City, if I remember rightly. So, it was either Brighton City or East Brighton or something. Some, you know, some, yes, yes, they were, but they didn't get the submission into the FA in time. I think, I think they, got it in, they got it in during the May when it should have been in the first of April or something like that. So it got um, got refused. So, but they've, you know, so they've decided not to go ahead with that again. Then I think they did. Um, the ground itself, I said, is on the eastern side of Brighton. So it's you know they're always going to be overshadowed by the you know the professional club of you know of Falmer. So you know, but as I said, there's you know there's quality in that club. There's quality on the pitch. Um, and there's no reason why they can't you know be there. Although you know they're top five you know come March April next year. So I don't know whether you want me to take the next one. Uh... James? Sure. Uh, no, go on and I'll, I'll sneak in. Um, okay. I've, same with, uh, with Kettering. I've gone for a team that could do the double bounce here and I've gone uh, I've gone for Maidstone United. I just think they've uh, they've got everything in place there to, uh, to to get themselves higher in the in the, in the uh, echelons of football and I, you know, with their with their ground and their and their three G pitch and the. So you just want them to start ground. causing pain for the FA. That's what it is. Well, you know, football I mean, league limited. It's always good to have talking points. Otherwise, there's no need for podcasts. So, uh, <laughs> true. But you know, they, they're a club that have been on the up for for a good few years now, and finally, uh, finally getting themselves out of the Ryman last season. And as you know, as as Rob said, with uh, with it with Salford, wasn't it? With, you know, the momentum hit the hit that ground running and. No team's going to enjoy going there. Um, I don't enjoy going there, um, but it's mm-hmm. you know I, th- I think they're a, they're a massive club and uh, they should they should probably be at least one division higher than they are at the moment. So yeah, Maidstone United for me, I just think they uh, they'll they'll edge it, but it's going to be a it's a bit of a theme for tonight. It's going to be a tough old division. 
Well, I'm 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 looking at this from a different angle now, um, because I'm thinking about going for a club who are 294 miles away from Maidstone, and that's Lord. Truro, because oh my God, you've got a distance like that on a Saturday morning. Obviously, it's it's a five-hour drive, and I know the longer trips usually mean the players get stiff, they get edgy, they get restless, and they don't always play their best. And so I'm just thinking that Truro could possibly be an advantage um, for the sheer distance everybody's got to do to get to them. Uh, I'm trying to to work out, out of that division, who is going to be their Christmas Day, Boxing Day uh, fixtures. Could be, uh, sorry, Western, could be Western. Yeah, I suppose it's got to be That's still an hour and a bit away. So, mm. but so sort of thinking, some of the distances of the people who've got to travel down to them. Um, mm. That Southern Division now to, to think that Lowestoft wanted to be back in that division, <laughs> and <laughs> and then Truro come in there. So I'm just gonna, I've got to look that up now. But I think uh, I'm gonna Truro are away at Bath on Boxing Day. And at home, oh, to, and at home to Gosport on the 28th, and then I've got Bath at home on the 2nd of Jan. Oh, so they've got Bath. So I wonder who Weston have got then in their home and home. They well, normally would have had Bath, I'd presume, because it's uh, not too far away from. But I'm just looking at Lowestoft. Um, oh. It's only three hours if you fly. <laughs> but it's seven hours in a car, so let's say it's nearly eight in a bus. Yeah, that's an overnight stay. That is, if ever there was one. Yeah, I know when well, when Hampton were in the um, in what was then the Conference South and they did play Truro. Yeah, I think it was a couple of weeks before Christmas, and it was, you know, the players actually were taken down there the night before um, and got round that. And uh, I mean, some of the refereeing decisions that game still get up my nose. <laughs> and there's ample room for that, believe me. Do you, um, want to, do you want to know who Western Supermare have got on Boxing Day on January the 2nd? I would like to know now, yes. Their double header, their local derby, Hayes and Yedding United. Well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's, just... That's their Christmas New Year double header with an Oxford City game in the middle on the 28th. Okay, that's that's, uh, that's a, str- a strange one, that, to me. That, uh, you, come on, Christian, you must know. That's an age-old local derby, that is. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only good thing from my perspective is that we have got our, obviously our new local rivalry with Ferriby, uh, but we've got Boston on the uh, in-between the game, uh, between Christmas and New Year, which is all, all a little bit nicer. Um, and we've got Lowestoft in a brisk march. So, yeah, but I'm going to go for Truro because I think being stuck out means that they're going to be, hopefully for them, at an advantage at some points um, during the uh, the long season uh, just by people, um, the cost and the expense and the pain of getting down. So it's a lovely, lovely place. I don't, please don't get me wrong. Don't I don't want lots of communication. It's awful, but it's a, it's a lovely place. But it's just in it's a long way away. Yeah, I can't say anything about Truro because the wife's family's down there. So mm. yeah. <laughs> oh, and and that's so. 
that the it's more personal that the referee was bad on that day then. Well, I have to, I have to admit, I have to admit, I I was uh, somewhat out of order with some of the things I said after the game because um, my suggestion was the fact there was pitifully few qualified referees in Cornwall and the players obviously knew who the referee was and played on it. And I, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was in my press office position then and I admit some of the things I said out loud I wouldn't say now. That way. <laughs> It's the one of the drawbacks of becoming too involved in the club. You can't say what you think. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. So we've gone up, we've gone down, and so I think all we can do now we've only got the uh, I think um, the crystal ball. No, that's not the wrong term. More like crystal maze of trying to work out what to do because. I don't know enough about these divisions to make an informed decision that I'm but I'm not claiming I actually have just made informed decisions about the other ones either. <laughs> shall we well, shall we keep down there in the southwest because I've been down there for 6 weeks so um at least know where some of the places are. Uh when I've been driving home and driven past little places like Bishop's Cleeve and uh, places like that so at least now I know where they all are. Uh, so we start down there in the Division One South and West of the Evo Stick Southern. Yep. Why and not? when it loads up, I can actually tell you who my person is. Cool. Uh, right. Well, shall I go while you're loading then? I, I've I've got there now. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I realised I clicked it twice. It didn't didn't look like it changed. I'm going to go for the Groundsman of the Year, Shortwood United, because I think he's got the the nicest ground. Uh, down there as far as the manicured surface that they play on but uh, I did watch Bridgewater uh, was it last season season before it was, it was a nice game down there and it's a pity that Yates um, weren't playing um, when I've just been down there and Swindon Supermarine with still one of the best names that I've, I've known a football club but yeah I think Shortwood United for me they're going to they're going to do it this year they're going to go up to the heady heights of the uh, Prem so there you go, James. So it's quick again. Who have we got? Um, I've gone for Didcot Town. Um, last season, regular listeners will know we uh, we mentioned their star striker, John Mills, uh, got over 50 goals. And as far as I can see, they've still got him. So um, I think if he can fire the same amount of goals, then they, uh, they they just missed out on the playoffs last season. A couple of a couple of positions outside the playoffs. I blame him uh, for not scoring enough. He <laughs> need another hat trick. He could have got there. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, fan, I fancy them, but again, it's a it, it's a it's more guess than uh, than anything. Well, I have to admit, this time I'm go- I am going to. Um, agree with one of you and here comes the challenge of which one I agree with and this time I'm going to agree with James I'm going to with again pretty much for that reason you know they've got proven goal scorer um, he, a lot of clubs will look at him and think hmm don't fancy playing don't fancy playing there but if they get the back four sorted out and can keep that, that form that they showed last season then you know they're going to end up being you know in the mix, and um, there's no reason why they can't uh, you know, can't have a crack at the playoffs. And, but I think they were good outside there. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be the odd one out, especially if my team wins. 
and um, make me happy. Uh, so shall we just uh, go back up to the central division of the Evo 6 Southern League? And uh, who are we going to start with this time, James? I'll let you uh, put your money where your mouth is this time. Yeah, so uh, this time, um, again, this was pretty much done just by sort of like having a look at last season's table and just you know seeing what jogged my memory. And this time I've landed on uh, Hanwell Town, um, fairly local club to where I used to live, and uh, they, they had a decent season last season. Again, a bit like Didcock finished, uh, you know, finished just outside the playoffs, and uh, they they seem to be quite a strong, solid side. So I, I fancy uh, I fancy they might uh, they might do it this time. Hmm. Well, yeah, with the, again, this is something that. I can only go by what you see and what you read, and this is going to this is this might cause a few bit of confusion with a few people. In fact, I've chosen Aylesbury, not Aylesbury mm. United, not United, the other Aylesbury club. I mean, last season they ended up third. You know, they were, you know, they got beaten in the first, you know, the first playoff match against Bedworth, uh, which I'm sure annoyed them something awful. But um, you know, again. Good strong team, good strong squad, and again, Scott, you know they were scoring the goals last season. They just need to make sure they concede fewer, and they're going to be in there, you know, you know come, come the end of the season. So yeah, I was slightly distracted by because uh, because we've not been uh, together for a few weeks. I thought I'd not seen Winchester in the league before, but they were promoted. Um, mm-hmm. They finished second to Petersfield Town in the Wessex Premier Division and they got promoted after Flatwell Heath's decision to turn yes. down the opportunity to promote it, of yeah. uh, accepting promotion. So. That, that was, um, I'm sorry, just to jump in, that was um, down, down my neck of the woods in the, in the Hellenic. Um, they stormed the, the Premier, won it, took the promotion, were put in, um, in the Division 1 um, South through. and West. And then were moved across yeah. to the south and west, which would have uh, doubled or you know doubled their travel and the travelling costs, and they just couldn't they couldn't justify it. So they uh, yeah they took the they said no to the promotion, and Winchester were the, the rather surprise choice um, for the, the to take the promotion. Oh, it is an honourable really to uh, to do that at the end of the day. No, rather than going up and potentially bringing. Um, Bringing the club down, he's saying, "Well, no, it's it's too much for us. Let's stay where we are and and carry on." Yeah, they they would have been fine <coughs> if they hadn't been moved across. But the uh, yeah, they they just said they can't they can't afford it. It would it would you know pretty much ruin the club. And I mean, it was brave. It was brave of them to actually come to that decision and turn down down the promotion <coughs> because quite a few clubs would have just taken the promotion and then think and then wondered how on earth are we going to you know survive this. Um, for them to actually sit down, work out the figures, and decide that it was going to be way over out of their budget, and then to inform the league and say we don't feel it's right for us, we don't feel it's going to be good for the club, um, we would, we're going to turn down the promotion and you know stay where we are. It takes a brave board to go and do that, and I've got, you've, got, you've got to give credit to them for actually making the decision and being big enough to stand up and say it. Uh, that's that's what uh, drew my attention to it that they turned it down, which as I say is a very 
brave decision of the board to, yeah. to make because everybody wants a winner and it's well that, sometimes it's better to turn around and say well actually no we, yeah we won comfortably but we still want to have a club next season yeah I mean normally when, when a club does turn down promotion it does go to the you know, to the next next highest place team, but that was Heimel or Ibis, and uh, they didn't they didn't need the ground grading, so that's how. Uh, how so that's how he went over nice, to the nice windfall, yeah. Over to the other uh, division for Winchester to be promoted, but yeah. all all that stalling uh, has now led me to so the like decision. To make a decision. <laughs> I'd already made the decision anyway, um, because I'm going to go for Beaconsfield just because they've got one of the longest names. Uh, so they have to abbreviate the last uh, five words. What, yeah, what, what does Psychop stand for? I can never remember. It's Beaconsfield and Slough Youth Club Old Boys. Ah. Yeah, so Beaconsfield, uh, as they commonly know. Uh, <laughs> and that's who I'm going to go for there. Um, they've had some changes over the summer and uh, we're looking good. So they could, <clears throat> they could potentially do it. Because I, I do wish more people from down south west would get in contact with us because it is our area where we're lacking in expertise more than the others, I would say. Because I don't pretend that we're experts in anywhere else, but uh, it is the, the south and west is something that's not... I don't, I don't pretend we're experts at all. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I was, I was trying to get to that we're not actually experts, but that's worse than normal, let's put it that way. I suppose. Oh, yes, definitely. It's even even worse. <laughs> Yeah. Go on, Christian. You sometimes say you don't know, actually know that much about the uh, club, the division games we're in. Oh, we're, I... we're the same. <laughs> what division are we in? We can be the same about the environment, so don't we? <laughs> they've, they've changed the name now. They've changed the name of the ground, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm in the estate agents. Uh, I'm in the estate agent stadium uh, for the uh, van company. <laughs> <laughs> to, to watch the Phoenix Club come round and uh, I think that's what I've noticed as a little aside is that it's got to be unusual to have two clubs called AFC and because obviously in the National North as we are now another Codec Conference but the National North uh, we've got AFC Fylde and AFC uh, Telford so mm. it's just a, an, an interesting thing so I don't know why Fylde called themselves AFC other than being top on day one. So let's move to the feeder leagues for your Ryman Premier Division. And uh, who's going to take the first one? We're going to go for the uh, Ryman Division 1. Uh, one of, I'll let you choose which particular Division 1 you want. Go on, Rob. Oh, well, in that case, and if it's down to me, then I, I think I think we're looking the... Or is it now called? Is it actually now called? They've had name change there as well. Oh, yeah, it's, it's um, I think instead of it, last season it was Ryman One North, the Ryman One South. I think it's just a case of Ryman League North and Ryman League South. I'll just, I'll just have to check this because <laughs> I, I was actually at the AGM when it was agreed, and would you believe it? I've still forgotten. <laughs> it does just so, say Division North now and Division South. Yeah, it doesn't say Division yeah. One. It's got Premier yeah. Division, then Division North and Division South, which Division yeah. North is a bit and more Division sensible. South. Yeah, but Division Division North is stupid. <laughs> anyway, but so, is that because you're in the you're in the South, and that's why you think all the Northerners are stupid? No, but I mean, Ryman or Isthmian League Division North doesn't. It's worse than Vanarama National North. 
League Conference <laughs> South thing. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, we'll go to the South. We'll go to, to the South. South. We'll right. go to the South. And um, I'm going to be pretty, well, pretty predictable, which is not unusual. Um, and I'm going to go for um, a team that's been kicking on the door of um, being promoted into the into the Ryman Premier, and I'm going for Folkestone Invicta. Last season they finished uh, second and um, went into the playoffs. They got to the final where they met Merstam, and to everybody's amazement, um, Folkestone got turned over by three nil. So it's a case of Folkestone have got to do it someday, and I think next season could be it. Yeah, they they were a they were really the one that were jumping out at me but um I forced my forced myself away from them. Um and I went I went for a team that lost in the in the playoffs. Uh, and I think they were my pick last season as well. I've gone for I've gone for Whiteleaf. Oh poor Whiteleaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm I'm stuck now because I know who I would like to go for, but I want them to be promoted. I don't want so I don't want to give them the kiss of death again, uh, <laughs> like I did last season, because I just find it amusing that one of those little Channel Islands can uh, produce a team that's even playing at this level, uh, let alone a higher level. So I think I'm going to go for Ramsgate because they did. They've got something to live up to with their near neighbours Margate uh, grabbing all the headlines at the moment. So uh, it's, a, it's another one of those uh, thinkers. I think, I'm, yeah, Ramsgate. They they started on a little run last year, but never really got anywhere. I thought, um, and so just trying to work out. So you've gone. We've gone for Folkestone, and we've gone for Ramsgate. So really, somebody should have gone for Herne Bay. We could have had the right of the Isle of a right little thing around there, North Kent. So, but yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go for Ramsgate there because. They started on the run, and they've got their neighbours who are pushing them to uh, perform a little bit higher, unless they get left in the lurch. Um, because can you still get a ferry from there? Because they started it and stopped it again. Can't remember whether you still can now. Oh, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we move to the division north, where? I'm looking through all those ones, and there is nobody who really stands out to jump out there. They could be doing it. Um, because I think I went for Dareham Town last year. It will be interesting if I can uh, try not to disappoint all the people uh, when I make my predictions. But I think Thurrock could be uh, could be the ones for me to uh, to go up again. I think that's the uh, the ones are going to go, and because I don't have a nice little. Derby against their neighbours over at Easter Rook, so. Yeah, I mean they've they've been uh, been in the Ram Prem recently. Um, I think they lost in the playoffs last season. I think, if I remember rightly. Um, I've gone for the team that finished second last season with um, I think 103 points and didn't go up. Um, I've gone for Harlow Town because I just think they'll be they'll be out to uh, to make that job. You know. Get it done first time of first time around, and I think it'll be uh, it'll be Harlow Town that take this one. I have to admit, I did have to think a bit about this one. Um, I mean, there's, there's yeah, so some interesting teams actually coming into the league. Um, you see, having a Borough 
Phoenix Sports, who I still don't know anything about it. Do you know anything about them, James? Are they, are they um, I only know that one of the uh, lads at work plays for their over 45s team. <laughs> oh, well, um, and then we've got the three relegated teams, one of which, who you know, a couple of seasons ago was in the was in the promotion playoffs. And that was AFC Hornchurch. Yeah. You know, they had a really good season. You know, they back in 13-14, and then last season in 14-15, they you know they they just didn't look the same. And um, I think know, one of us might have picked them last season, actually. I think, yeah, I think somebody did, but it wasn't me. <laughs> um, and um, you know, I don't see them coming back quickly. I really do not see them coming back quickly. But one club I do quite fancy this year is a team that you know is actually quite a good away trip for for the supporters. I've gone back for very talented to do the bounce back, um, just on the basis of the fact that you know. They sh- they should, you know, they should have learnt a lot from last season. Um, the main problem was they could, they, they pretty much couldn't score. You know, they they didn't find scoring easy. They were leaking goals, and you know that kind of performance, you know, it doesn't set you up for you know, a coming season. But but it's a new season, it's a new start. Yes, the manager's still the same. He, he looks like he's recruited, and if they do get a good start, I could see Berry Town bouncing back. Sorry, I was just reading about Phoenix Sports. Uh, they uh, were formed in 1935 at St John's Welling, and then changed the name uh, to Lakeside. They're over near uh, Bexley Heath, I over near Dartford. Yeah, so know where they are now. Yeah. Ooh, so. That's not an accident for anyone. <laughs> yeah, they're over at East End of uh, London, over near the Dartford oh, Crossing, okay. Bexley Heath way. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, not a lot else I can tell you other than what was on their site. Um, so now I'm going to go to the first division north of the Northern Premier League, where you're looking at that. Once again, with nobody who stands out, we've got Clitheroe, who I've got a very cool, well, used to have a very cool striker. Um, obviously, with him getting filmed in the uh, dugout. <laughs> the thing. And there's, there's the other meltdown from last season. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got uh, the Osset, uh, you've got Osset Albion, Osset Town, um, the little derby. But I think we could see Scarborough Athletic, one of the original Phoenix clubs. I think we could see them coming back up the divisions now, because oh, now they've been moved back into the north when they used to be in the uh, south for some reason. Because... Uh, it's rather rather amusing that there were plenty of teams further south than them who were in the north, and they were in the south. But yeah, I'm I'm going to go for Scarborough to be able to do it. It's a nice little trip up to Scarborough, um, but uh, it would be interesting to see what they're going to do. There's nobody else, maybe Spennymore, who have had a have had a good runs um, recently. But um, I think yeah, I think Scarborough for me are the ones who are going to going to do that. Well, I've Again, it's a it's a league I know very little about, and all I can go is by what I read. And so this time, I've just gone and I would say picked a team at random because that would be insulting in many respects. So True, I've but insulting. Gone, <laughs> I've actually gone for a team that. Um, well, I'm just I'm just trying to see what they did last season, and I'm. I'm actually struggling to, to to find it. Um, but what I've done is I've gone for 
Northwich Victoria. Mm. They came fourth last season in the uh, Division One North, and um, again, just on the basis of last season and how well they did, um, I think they've got a chance of of being there or thereabouts come uh, come from April. I said that a lot, haven't I? There or thereabouts. <laughs> you are a, you are a proper pundit then. <laughs> oh at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day they're thereabouts in the mix so I've got all the, I've got all the phases the thing with Northwich is that I remember their giant killing days um, and it's, it's one of those places when you're driving down the M6 you've seen the sign for Northwich and I think Victoria that's all I do carry on driving but yeah. it's just uh, every time every time I see them as Northwich it's the only thing I know that's there because um, there are quite a few things, but there or thereabouts, eight eight thousand nine hundred eighty nine at Driftfield, uh, Drillfield, sorry, including uh, Sir Elton John when Watford went there. So that's a, that's a lot of people in the seventy seven cup run. So uh, who have we got uh, from, from our West Yorkshire pundit? <laughs> uh, well, I have gone for. Warrington Town, um, just purely because I'm, I think again I went for them last season, um, but I just I know they're a, they're a club with a lot of a lot of ambition to be playing at a, a much higher level. Um, I think they still got a little bit of money behind them, and you know I just I just fancy that they uh, in the Northwich Victoria they were, were the big one that I was looking at there, and you know the the old the old romantic community did did look at Scarborough as well and. I uh, just, you know, it's just Warrington Town just seemed to be a big club in that division, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's who I uh, ended up settling on. Mm, so that, that concludes the uh, north of the first division of the uh, Northern Prem, and in the southern uh, first division, once again, it, it's a bit more of an unknown. Uh, names that stick out to me for the wrong reasons, like Kids Grove being reprieved two years uh, in a row. But I'm going to go for a double bouncer again. And I'm going to keep it in Lincolnshire this time. I'm going to go for Spalding United. They had a cracking season last season uh, and did some fun. So I think we're going to go with them because they've um, got a new home. They've had new grounds and stuff, so I think I'm going to see them go up, as far as I see it. Yeah, this uh, this one I've been a... Not only that, sorry, but just to interject, tomorrow night we're playing them in the uh, Lincolnshire Senior Trophy as well. So. Yeah. Very good. Well, for, the, for this one, I've gone for um, a team that uh, finished in the playoffs last season, uh, narrowly missed out. I've gone for... Uh, for Newcastle Town, because I just uh, again they look like one of those teams that can just uh, you know just make that little step further than they managed last season, and uh, I, it's, I think it might be between them and them and Leek myself, but uh, yeah, I've gone for I've gone for Newcastle Town. Sorry, sorry, just to interject again, I've just realised actually Stamford beat them, so we're going to Stamford tomorrow night. Oh, <laughs> good job you so, said that before you travelled. <laughs> yeah, so it wouldn't be particularly that brilliant. <laughs> okay, go on then, Rob, finish um, it off. 
Fincher finish it off, finish it off. And I'm afraid this was a little bit of the old pin in the paper job. Um, but again, looking at you know last season, looking at teams that you know only need to make a small you know a small change here or there, a small improvement, and they could be the ones like Mikelova going up um, into the into the Northern Premier. I've gone for Gresley. Um, again, they were, they were a team that only need to make a few small improvements, and they can be there. And you know it's a bit of a shot in the dark, but you know, once you've had one good season, it's easier to repeat it and then to go ahead and have a complete wicket to the following season because that takes some real doing, that does. <laughs> well, that's a good, good set of predictions, and I think I'm, I'm just looking at them all now, and there are only three divisions where two of us have gone for the same. Um, yeah. You've got Kristen and Rob both gone for Hendon in the Ryman. You've, in the Ryman Prem, you've got... Uh, Myself and Rob went for Didcot Town in the south and west, and then the Kettering. Kettering, wasn't it, in the southern prem? Chris, you know, Chris and myself. So, mm. yeah, it's um, it's going to be an interesting season. Now. I think we, think we're in for a in for a emotional ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully of a nice sort of emotions, not mm. all my God, relegation throughout the corner. <laughs> But uh, just just as a little aside uh, of the uh, First Division South, I've been hearing rumours that Lincoln United have uh, developed a decent squad uh, as well. So they were all the other Lincolnshire one that were on my radar as well. You had my heart going there. I thought you were going to say you'd heard rumours that Newcastle Town were going into liquidation or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe one of my predictions off the map to begin. Well, yeah, um, I don't, I don't think it'd be, don't think it'd be that that much fun. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. It's a very competitive league across the board now, which mm. is a lot better than uh, is, seeing I mean, one team run away with it. I suppose the Northern Prem, you know, listening to you go, you two chatting about Darlington and Salford, I suppose that's about the only division I can see where there's maybe a couple of teams that could be above all the rest. All the others, you just think, you know, it could be a, it could be a team that just missed out last season. It could be a, a, bounce, a team bouncing back from relegation. It, you know, it could be a team going straight through the division above. You know, it could be it could be a team that were in mid-table last season that coming from nowhere. It's, it, I think, pretty much every division. I think, you, you, you know, you, you're going to see an awful lot of surprises, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'll see many situations in any of the leagues we've looked at, any of the you know, 12 divisions that we've um, you know, cast, I won't say, an informed eye over. But, you know, there's, there's, there's not many leagues where you're going to get two or three teams running away with this. I can see you getting quite a few situations where you've got half a dozen points separating the top six in quite a few of them. You know, come to the end of the season, the last day, and you could have about four or five teams chasing, you know, three playoff spots, or you know, three teams looking at possibly winning the title on the final day. There's, they're all like that now, and you know, it's going to be a tough one to call, but it'll be exciting, and that's the certainty. Yeah, I mean, you just have to look at, you know, the, the variation in the teams that we've picked. You know, it just bears that out, doesn't it? You know, with, I think last season there were quite a few occasions where two of us have picked have picked the same. Um, Wrong, of course, but well, yeah, but <laughs> but the, you know, I mean, it's it's going to be a fascinating season. I think the uh, you know from the 
top division down. I think I think the National League is going to be absolutely superb this season. Um, oh. I mean, like I said, I picked Grimsby, and I, I said I think they'll be too strong, but there's a lot of good teams in that division, and there is a lot of teams that could be potential dark horses. You know, the, the likes of Halifax, or you know, teams of that ilk that that could that could make that step. No, it's it. It's what you want, though. You don't want everything to be predictable. You don't want the Premier League where it's, oh, it's Man United. Oh, now let's have a different term. Oh, it can be Chelsea this year. Oh, this year, well, oh, yeah, we think it's going to be Man City, and it's always the same. You look at you look at the predictions that the pundits all do for doing about the same four teams. Yeah. No good because what's, what's what's enjoyment in in a game when you know that it's one of four teams that's always going to win it. It reminds me because uh, I've been in Scotland for a number of months over the past year. Is the old Celtic Rangers? Whose year? Whose turn is it this year? Mm. Although in the last few years that hasn't been the case, and it's been better for it in my opinion. I think I think I think the SPL has been better for the fact that. There hasn't been that rivalry in Skater. It's been more of a case of who's going to finish second to Celtic. <laughs> Which is a slightly different kettle of fish. Yeah, it's along the, along the same lines, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing. So I, I'd much Sorry, rather yeah, it would yeah, be... Uh, yeah, I just dropped out completely there. Cause <laughs> no, we mentioned Scottish football and he's switched off. Oh. <laughs> it's funny how many people do that. <laughs> And finally, the part of the show where we take a look at the likelier side of non-league. Send any suggestions in to at non-league pod or at under the league on Twitter. Let's see what we've got this week. Over to you, James. It's not necessarily uh, non-league related, um, but you know we've we've bemoaned FIFA quite a lot on here, haven't we? This uh, <laughs> over the months. I don't know if either of you have. Not as much ideas. as the FBI have. Well, true, but um, true, very true. I don't know if uh, if you're familiar with what happened today. Um, as, uh, oh yes, comedian oh, yes. Lee Nelson. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Uh, love him or loathe him, uh, he's a, he does manage to get himself into situation, doesn't he? But um, at uh, what was it FIFA's congress today? He um, he managed to uh, get right up next to Seth Blatter and uh, throw an absolute bucket load of money at him <laughs> before being dragged away by security. It's on YouTube, just type in Lee Nelson. I think it's the second or third video that pops up. It's, uh, yeah. it's quite an entertaining watch. Like I said, not non-league related, but uh, still worth it. <laughs> no, it's been great, as usual, talking to you guys. Um, obviously, it's predictions uh, this week, but we're back to more um, run-of-the-mill stuff next week where we'll be looking at uh, the news that's coming across and sharing any other snippets of information that we have. Whereabouts can we uh, find you on the internet, James? Uh, yeah, it's been great as always. It's uh, fantastic to be back. Um, you can find me at underdeleague.com and uh, Facebook and Twitter is uh, slash underdeleague. And one day this season, I have a, um, a final prediction from me is that we will run out of things to talk about, and so Rob will actually have to tell her what tell us what his Twitter handle means. Um, what is your Twitter handle, Rob? Well, I can still be found out there on Twitter with the handle at babygobo, and one day it will come out. Um, as well on Facebook, but. Um... 
but still trying to do the best he can as Brewers press officer and looking forward to new season and looking forward to seeing where we can go again but that's where I'll be yeah you can always uh, follow the show at non or you can go and subscribe on iTunes that'll be the best thing uh, you can do for us because we do try to broadcast on a Monday night live and it's usually up by uh, 7am the next morning uh, for your downloads to your iPhones or the better phone of the Android Um, but uh, whatever you've been doing I uh, thank you for listening Mm -hmm.